Welcome, listeners and subscribers. You've found Coffee with Doc. My name is Jim Doc Leoy, and I am a retired educator, teacher, athletic trainer, strength and conditioning specialist. I've been retired for two years, and I have spent 28 years in the Sturgis Public Schools District, where I was physical education head of department, head athletic trainer, and strength and conditioning coordinator for the sports teams. So why Doc? So I'll let you know where Doc came from. I didn't name myself Doc. So when I first started in Sturgis in 1988, we had a football coach who played high-level college football and had a an athletic trainer named Doc. So it was in that first couple weeks that I started that he deemed me Doc. I certainly do not refer to myself as Doc, except obviously in the title here. I am not a medical doctor. I do not have a license to practice medicine. However, I do have a license to practice athletic training. So who is this podcast going to appeal to? My goal for this is to appeal to young professionals, teachers, coaches. Parents. Student athletes. Athletic trainers. The young and the veteran. So the goal is to bring forth some conversations with former students that will enable the young professional to realize what kind of impact you're going to have in the future on the students and the student athletes that you see every day. Young teachers, the same. Veteran teachers, realizing that when you see an accolade on Facebook or you run into someone and they tell you how special you were, it's kind of human nature for it to go in one ear and out the other. You certainly thank them, but want you to realize what an impact you have. And as we get chronologically challenged, especially in our careers, and maybe we retire, we are disconnected, we're unplugged, and possibly don't feel that that self that worth that self-worth that you're that you're impacting youth anymore where in fact that you have and you laid a legacy just want people to understand that so these conversations um, stemmed from just having coffee with graduates that are in town visiting or live in town and a couple of them encouraged me to do this podcast to get this information out to folks to listen to. People may learn a few things, but also it's fairly entertaining. I can tell you I have been extremely intrigued by the stories um, of these former students, where they came from, where they are now, 
uh, what shaped them to be the citizens that they are today, the parents they are today. Uh, very interesting. So we will have conversation with, uh, with a lot of these uh, folks. So we'll have certain segments. Um, I'll do commentaries um, professionally and personally speaking um, on advice um, on topics such as the youth travel sports scene, the pros and cons, uh, where, where it evolved from and where it is today and everything in between. Um, many parents have tapped us for advice on how to deal with situations, how to get their, their young nine, ten-year-old uh, through some, um, some situations that uh, really shouldn't be in that particular uh, venue. Eating habits of youth athletes, we'll, we'll speak a little bit about that and how important that is. Um, another idea is tryouts, tryouts for teams, whether it's, whether it's on the um, middle school or high school teams, uh, even in youth travel sports teams. What are some strategies uh, going in? What are some strategies parents can use uh to do all they can to make sure that the money they're spending in the travel scene is is going in a direction where the player is going to get something positive out of it. Career guidance uh, for Allied Health Field uh, students have lots of questions that come to me. How does my son get experience? you know, doing this or that, and how do they know what curriculum they should pursue in college? So we have some answers to those questions and some advice. And, uh, and, and something that I think is going to be very worthwhile is a um, question and answer from the subscribers. So if you do have a question or you have a topic that's, uh, that's interesting, certainly um, – get a hold of us and we will um, do the best we can to answer that, those types of questions. So all in all, this, uh, this podcast uh, should be fairly entertaining. Uh, and again, the stories that you're going to hear are pretty intriguing. And for those uh, teachers that are out there uh, or even just people that have influence on young on young folks and uh, see them turn into um, adults uh, it's, it's very entertaining and I think we can all learn from it I know I've learned an immense amount just sitting for five or ten minutes with these graduates um, just hearing you know the, the uh, trials and tribulations they've been through to get where they are today so a little bit about me. Uh, I'm not going to make this pod, this total podcast about me. It is not. Uh, but I think it's important in this introductory episode that you understand where I have come from and where I'm at. So basically, uh, I retired two years ago from the secondary school position at Sturgis High School. And I was there for 28 years. Prior to that, um, I was accepted into uh, Western Michigan University in 1987. 
uh, in their physical education athletic training master's program. Um, but prior to that, I come from um, William Patterson University in Wayne, New Jersey, and that's where I, I attained my bachelor's in movement science, athletic training, and teacher certification, which brings up a point of um, we're going to talk a lot about mentorship. Uh, there are mentors that I have today. I'm 57 years old, and there are mentors that I have today that I lean on, um, you know, for advice, uh, just talking. And um, these these folks mean a, a great deal to me. And one of them um, passed on um, a few months ago, uh, sadly, and. Um, he was a uh, huge influence on my athletic training career at William Patterson University, um, 1983 to 1987. So we're going to talk a lot about mentorship and how important that is and how the mentorship grows exponentially uh, with each one, each person that, that we touch directly and indirectly. Certifications that I attained, uh, State of Michigan licensed athletic trainer, State of Indiana licensed athletic trainer, certified by the National Athletic Trainers and Strength and Conditioning Associations, and State of Michigan teacher certification in physical education and health, and that teacher certification allowed me um, at Sturgis High School to branch out. And um, we taught a human anatomy track, which touched not only athletic student athletic trainers' lives, but lives of, of many nurses and uh, physicians, physical therapists, occupational therapists, nurse practitioners. The list goes on and on. At this point in my career, you know, I, I did retire, but I'm not a put your feet up kind of guy at this time in my life. Uh, so I'm employed by Advantage Foot and Ankle Specialists. Um, we have corporate headquarters in Sturgis, Michigan, and is owned by a very good friend of mine um, who was my team podiatrist for 29 years um, at at in the Sturgis community and he took care of all of our foot and ankle issues in, in athletics and not only in athletics but our, our staff, our, um, our teaching staff, our coaching staff. Uh, so my title there is physician liaison and basically I'm the in-between be, you know, that represent the organization's um, podiatrists and um, basically I, I connect with um, physician offices, provider offices um, to let them know that um, what our services are for their patients. And if they have foot or ankle issues, they're certainly welcome to send those patients to us. And within the scope of that position, education, which I really enjoy um, teaching people. So it's, um, it's a health fair situation um, and basically talking to athletic trainers, physical therapists, doctors, nurses, and, and, and teaching and informing them about the service, not only services we offer, but the conditions of the foot and ankle that they will see. 
so basically that's the marketing end of uh, of Avanis. Um, I thoroughly enjoy that. Um, work for a very very good family oriented uh, type organization. I'm also employed there as an athletic trainer, which broadens the scope of their business. Um, so we can actually branch out into other other parts of the body um, at some point in time. I recently um, retired from a position of adjunct professor of health and human performance at Western Michigan University, uh, giving back a little bit to uh, where I attained my master's, uh, and I would teach the um, the senior senior undergraduate class of organization and administration of sports medicine was their very last class before they be were able to um, become eligible to take the NATA um, national certification exam to become young professionals and as I stated before uh, Sturgis High School I, I was at Sturgis High School for 28 years and again uh, courses that we branched out into um, we had a human anatomy series, um, human performance within our physical education department, which provided our student athletes with sports specific training uh, to ensure the reduction of injuries and performance enhancement. We also created a, an athletic speed and agility class where the athletes would work on particular speed and agility of their given sport. In our pride and joy, our student athletic trainer education uh, pathway and internship uh, was a game changer for me, touching those those kids' lives. Um, and a lot of those uh, kids will, will be uh, speaking on our podcast. Being the head athletic trainer at Sturgis High School, um, it's a Class B high school, almost 1,000 students and close to 450 athletes per year. Um, we did, uh, we were very ahead of our time in the healthcare system within athletics. We were probably the first to uh, develop a, a heat index policy to protect our athletes from the heat and we were way ahead of the curve on concussion management uh, so those are those are points of pride that um, that we had at Sturgis High School strength and conditioning and again it was embedded into our uh, physical education curriculum I did a few outside um, outside activities uh, through my career uh, one was the 1993 World University Games, where it's a mini Olympics where um, only athletes that were enrolled in colleges could participate. So it was a unique, uh, unique model that um, still still happens today. It's not very popular on TV, but it still happens today, and it's a, it's an outstanding venue to watch up and coming um, athletes. The 1996 Atlanta Olympic Games was a um, an extreme highlight of my career. Went through a um, an extensive application process, and um, I was one of 200 um, athletic trainers chosen across the United States to um, 
to cover uh, my venues were uh, track and field and I was uh, focused on the Olympic Village which was a um, an awesome awesome adventure and experience of a lifetime in the year 2000 I had a young man um, as a student that encouraged me to open up a business that provided speed and agility training for youth athletes so the so we did and it got it got it exploded it got big and um, it we branched from um, we would do speed and agility clinics throughout the summer months to prepare the athletes for their school year we have worked with kids as young as third grade and right up to um, professional athletes and that business still exists today and our main focus there is um, basically personal training um, home programs and again a point of pride um, we are a coordinator for tactical firefighter training and conditioning at Sturgis Fire Department. Uh, they asked me about five years ago if I could develop a program. We did, and we we're extremely successful, so successful that we won in 2015 the uh, Governor Governor's Physical Fitness Award for a small corporation. Uh, and that was, uh, that was an outstanding experience. Uh, Outstanding people, very motivated uh, groups, and these guys are heroes from what I know of what they see every day and what they do for our community is awesome. So it's an honor to be involved in that. I guess because of my experiences, I've been, I've been asked to become a professional speaker, so I have a few associations that I speak, speak for. And the Michigan High School Athletic Association has a coaches advancement program, and I'm an, I'm an instructor for that. And I've been doing that since 2012. Um, I was on also on a rules committee uh, to institute the um, pitch count rule in baseball. And um, being around um, a committee of 19 people coming from you know, all different parts of the states and different, different uh, careers was uh, was interesting to say the least, and, and very productive. Uh, Michigan Athletic Trainer Society. I've spoken at their their venues um, and events throughout the years. I was also the secondary school athletic training committee chairperson, 1992 to 1997, and also 2014 to 2016. USA Hockey, I'm a coach's clinic presenter, um, and that is uh, a system by which USA Hockey ensures that their coaches are have up-to-date information regarding hockey injuries, uh, first aid, emergency plan of action, um, those types of things to keep their athletes safe. So, all in all, the um, the podcast should be, um, I hopefully, very entertaining. 
it's going to be fun for me to reconnect with a lot of um, graduates who are out there. They're out there doing it. Um, again, there's doctors and there's um, athletic trainers. We have a young man who's been the who's been a uh, staff athletic trainer for the University of Michigan for I believe almost over 15 years at this point, and um, we're very proud of that. We'll interview parents um, whose children have gone through our program and and uh, give you some information uh, on that end. So that's about to wrap up the introduction episode, uh, episode number one of our podcast. Um, I'm excited, and uh, I hope you are too as a listener. And please subscribe and share the uh, the podcast with um, with friends and family. And through this, we'll all learn. This is uh, something new for me, and. Um, I'm anxious to get started, so let's just do this thing and kind of see where it ends up. Thanks, folks.